Welcome to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. This is where you're going to discover how to bring awakening into the body and into everyday life through powerful tantric teachings. Get ready to release, open and step into your true power. From good girl into empowered woman and this mask is one of the hugest masks that women have. It's this part of us that shares news from this kind of disconnected or not all the way connected place. It's the part of us that is constantly worrying about if everyone else is okay. It's a part of us that doesn't feel completely worthy of being completely authentic. It's a part of us that doesn't feel worthy of being angry and saying fuck you to God or to society or to the world when we're feeling that energy moving through us. It's a part of us that does what we're told and that lives according to societal expectations. And even in an environment like this where we can break free from the matrix and be okay to share a little, to, to actually be authentic, do we really go all the way? Do we really go all the way? And what would it look like to go all the way? What it looks like is that our persona what Jung called our persona, which is the part of us that creates distance between the real us and what we show to the world, our masks. What happens when what's underneath the persona, what's underneath the masks is revealed? And we're so used to our masks. You know, we get our masks from our teachers, from our parents, from our families, from our social circles. I remember when I was young, I used to pretend to be drinking alcohol because that's what I was supposed to be doing socially, right? And how how ridiculous is that? that? That's one example of a mask. It's like, you know, of the social mask. And it really ties in with the golden shadow because whatever we're taught is being a good girl is what our persona is and whatever is the bad girl, supposedly the bad girl, is often forms our golden shadow. So it's like don't be too sexual, don't be too sensual, don't be too expressed. Hey, it's my roof and you'll do as you say, don't be opinionated, don't answer back, do as you're told. All of that stuff goes into the golden shadow, which is our expressed confident beings, which is the part of us that can think for ourselves, which is the part of us that's proactive, which is the part of us that's sexy, which is the part of us that actually speaks out and says what we need. The bad girl, you know, the woman who's kind of, you know, when you see women who have got their dark on, That's actually part of the golden shadow that we're taught is bad. What would it look like if everyone in this room 
took their masks off and was completely themselves. What would it look like if instead of when you were asked how you were or what you were moving through, instead of just kind of giving a spiritual answer, saying I'm good or I'm fine, you actually allowed full communication. Now, that doesn't mean communicating with words all the time. It means showing through your body, showing through your being, showing through your energy, showing through your actions. What, 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 what is alive in me right now? So the good girl is the girl who says yes to everything because she doesn't want to displease anybody. And she doesn't say no a lot because that might mean people disapprove of her. She doesn't like to rock the boat. She doesn't like it when people are experiencing strong emotions because that's a bit too much. Can you be as comfortable with this, with grief, with confusion, with anger, as you are if Paige was sitting there smiling and in her beautiful, playful, joyful being that she usually is? Can you be comfortable with fucking everything? Inside you and outside you. That's an empowered woman. It's like somewhere we've been told, shh, shh, oh, don't carry on, don't cry. It's all right, hush, hush. Go on, say hello. Ask them how they are. Say thank you for having you, even if you're in tears. You don't need that mask. You don't have to be a good fucking girl. Good girls are boring, right? And they turn into bad girls in shadow. It's like good girls who are trying to be good all the time, when their shit comes up, they're absolutely fucking feral. <laughs> it's like, oh, what happened to that nice girl? Suddenly she's like, ah! It's like... It's a, the spiritual chicks are the worst when they go feral, man. It's like, what happened to all that fucking love and light and the mantra you were singing this morning? <laughs> When you try and be the good girl all the time, you're like a fucking time bomb that's about to go off. Because you're pouring all your energy into getting validation, into worrying more about what people think, into pleasing this person, pleasing that person. And you don't even know who the fuck you are. Because you're so busy seeking the good girl pat on the head from mummy and daddy. You know, when we move out of good girl, we're not just being around behavior and ignoring it and kind of gritting our teeth and building resentment and going, oh, yeah, when we're really thinking, are you for fucking real? We're going, okay, breathing, going, mm-hmm. So I can see you gave that a real go and what I need is for you to hold your commitment to what we talked about. And then if that energy is met with an excuse, it's like, yeah, we talked about that. And this is what I'd like. And the empowered woman doesn't back down. She doesn't let people sway what she knows to be the truth. Right? The good girl, she just lets so many things get swept under the carpet. And she's like, oh, well, maybe they were just feeling this or maybe I was wrong or maybe that's okay and maybe I was asking too much. 
the biggest curse of the good girl is that that smiling face or that pretense that she holds actually stops her from receiving, right? Because her energy is so concerned out here and she's not actually in her body and feeling her emotions and feeling her truth and in her expression, she actually can't drop in for long enough to feel what it is that she wants to receive, to feel what it is that she needs. Because she's tuning into what everybody else needs and what everybody else thinks. Yeah? And it's like the life that results of that is a life that's heavily based on obligation and people-pleasing. Whereas when we move from the good girl and integrate what's been classified as bad girl, our sexuality, our expression, our power, our anger, our rage, our opinions, our asking for what we need, you know, and you really need to think back, what were you called a good girl for? What were you kind of either explicitly or implicitly called a bad girl for? And start integrating those energies so that you can be totally alive, totally present and totally out of control. And instead of having a life based on obligation and people pleasing, you have a life based on following your bliss, following your pleasure, giving you permission to do that. You have a life based on creating healthy boundaries around what is and isn't acceptable to you. You have a life where you're not afraid to ask for support, where you're not afraid to speak your truth. And when you are afraid, you fucking do it anyway. It's like an empowered woman is confident, not because she's fearless, but because she doesn't need an absence of fear in order to move forward. It's like the good girl, if she's if she's afraid, she'll just be like, oh, you know, and she just won't do it because she's a good girl. It's like, you know, be a good girl. Don't, don't climb up so high. That's dangerous. It's like what, what we wouldn't do and what we would do. We, we wouldn't do anything really if we waited to be fearless. And there's, there's different levels of fear. And actually, if you feel into the risk involved in every moment, you know, every time you get in the car, every time you step out into the street, there's always the danger of something happening. And there's always the possibility of not. And can we just really trust our inner trajectory and live life fully anyway? Because if we're stopping ourselves every time we feel scared, what's a life lived like that worth? Not a lot. So the good girl is pretty scared. She's scared of hurting people's feelings. She's scared of not getting validation. She's scared that people might not be her friends anymore. She's scared that love might get taken away. She's scared of hurting herself. She's scared of taking risks. She's a fucking pain in the ass. The empowered woman has that kind of badass energy. That will travel to Mexico on her own, even though it's scary as hell, and grow from it. So the deeper we go into our authenticity, actually the more magnetic, radiant and attractive it is, 
And then we need to be discerning with how much we allow that to come out because energies that have been suppressed for a long time can be dangerous if they're suddenly just let out. So we have this mask because we don't trust that energy and we repress it and a lot of the repression of it is unconscious. But when we allow it to be there and we get real with it, then it has a chance of growing up. So all of the shadows we've been working with, love addict, love avoider, victim, saboteur, um, and the addict, the wounded child, you know, these collective shadows, and then whatever your personal shadows are. It's like, and even looking at those deep ones of the fear of loneliness and greed and jealousy. If we take our mask off that's okay with everything or that's the tough girl or the good girl, then those energies that are laying dormant underneath, we can fully feel and get real with and then they have, then we can do the shadow work processes with them and then we can start to embrace them and they can start to grow up into their allies and... You know, keep reading back on the manual because each week that we're building on coming into your power, the other weeks will make more sense. Because actually you can have such a strong mask that you never see your shadows. It's taking off the mask that really, when you let go of the persona and the ego that's clinging madly onto the identification that you formed for yourself, that is the biggest block to shadow work. So, you know, sometimes an energy that we're masking may be in its infancy, right? It may just be in the lower impulse. It may just, like, want to fuck everything that moves or want to kill everything that touches it or have absolutely no self-worth and want to hide. But then as we allow it more and more, we find the grace in it, Right? So like, I'm wanting to kill might turn into and assertiveness and healthy boundaries, right? But you have to you you have to feel what's here in its rawness to be able to then grow it up through the chakras and find its empowered voice that comes from the mature adults. Because when something's unconscious, it's often childlike, right? It's the unconscious child that's running our life, that feels hard done by, that's wounded, that doesn't feel worthy, whatever it is. So get real with that. And, you know, I, I progressively found ways to mask that part of me that did need a man. And that energy just kept growing up. So first of all, I allowed myself to go in for hugs and really let myself be a little bit nurtured and fathered that way. So whilst I didn't give the full expression of my child when I saw men and go, will you be my daddy? <laughs> I did like kind of nestle into them and let that vulnerability be there to be held. And then... I started to just get open to receiving love, right? And then gradually the vulnerability deepened, but it's still my peace. The energy may seem like, oh, I can't let that out. But if you're mature with working with that energy, 
and you don't, you know, expose it completely in its infancy, but just start allowing the energy to be present in your body and then use your consciousness to feel what you're ready for, right, and feel what your discernment allows. And, you know, anger is a really powerful one. It become, anger and sex are really connected. If you're not in touch with your anger, chances are you're not that sexy. Underneath the mask is this woman that's beyond the fucking societal ideal woman or Truman Show bitch. And this alive, embodied, authentic being. So that's the place that I'm inviting you to to go more into in your life, to have awareness around the masks that you place. And it's like also the parts of you that you know are not serving you or that, that, that we've explored, taking the mask off and being with that yourself. That's how you get to know yourself is by actually calling these energies in that you're masking, feeling them through your body. So what happens when you take your masks off? You create change. Yes, you trigger people because people aren't used to people who speak the truth or people who honour their boundaries or people who say you're being a fucking idiot, you're being a jerk, you're being out of integrity. You end up calling people out on their shit and that's how you love people, not by enabling their wounds. So you may be the person that they don't want to hear the most, but actually you are also being their greatest friend in that moment, even though it doesn't feel like it to them. And that's a person of strength because it's harder to not please people sometimes, you know. It's harder not to just go along and not have to risk losing love or losing respect. And what you've got to ask yourself is, if I'm being authentic, if I'm speaking my truth, if I'm being me, and that means that my friends don't like it or my employer doesn't like it or my colleagues or my teachers or my students or whatever, then are they really the people that I want in my life? Right? If you can't be authentic in the vibration that you're holding, it probably means that you're still in circles that aren't in your vibration, right? You either need, when you're not in the same vibration, you either need to dullen yourself and pretend to match the vibration around you or you are lifting their vibration by holding your authenticity and going, fucking come with me, right, and meet me here or show you later. And you, you, you don't need to say that verbally. It will naturally happen. And one thing I have really learned, and this has only really landed for me very recently, is that making threats of either you need to do this or I'm going to quit my job or either you need to do this or I'm going to leave my relationship, that's not empowered. It's like be where you are and whatever needs to go will go. Ultimatums is manipulative, shadowy, feminine. And it's actually coming from the wounded child. It's like, am I, are you choosing me? Am I important enough for you that if I give you this ultimatum, you're going to choose me? 
but actually are you choosing you? Because if you're choosing you, whoever you're friends with, whoever is employing you, whoever you're fucking, whoever you're dating has to choose you 100%, right? That's when someone chooses you. There are so many women going, he won't choose me. He doesn't have a fucking choice but to choose you if you're choosing yourself. And if you're not choosing yourself, if you're turning crumbs into gold, if you're living in hope and you're having to put on a mask of game playing and doing this or that or pretending to be someone you're not or playing the game in your work environment, whatever it is, then you're not living in your highest potential. And you really want to watch it like... I've, I've watched women and people who, when they start getting exposed to teachings around authenticity, it's even worse than a mask that doesn't know it's being inauthentic. It's like, you know what? And then the person's like, oh, okay. Did you really need to talk to me like that? I'm being authentic and honouring my truth. Or you're being a bitch. It's like authenticity doesn't impose its energy and often doesn't need to communicate. It's like, you know, women get on the bad wagon like, I'm going to say exactly what I need and I'm going to speak more about how I'm feeling and what I deserve. And it's like, actually, that's another mask. How does it feel just to rest in who you are and show through your energy what you're wanting and what you're desiring, living in that? And then people know. People know what you need. So you can be the demanding wife who's like, I need you to be this or I'm needing to feel this or I won't stand for this anymore or you can just not stand for it. And you can just move towards what you need and ask for what brings you pleasure. And if it ain't coming your way, eventually you won't be digging it and you won't be choosing it. Instead of being in a spiral of constantly being an empowered, authentic woman and asking for what you need and what you deserve and what you desire and setting your boundaries, but you're still in a relationship that sucks. Right? Or that's not giving you what you need because actually what's underneath the mask of like is an openness and vulnerability and an ability to be here now with your anger, with your sadness, with your grief and follow the trajectory of those emotions so that whatever brings you pleasure, you're moving in the direction of that and asking for that. And if they can't give it to you, then you go somewhere else for it. Right? Actually, you're feeling your anger so that your boundaries are naturally being asserted through your actions. Less words, more embodiment. Masks have lots of words. What's underneath the mask has lots of feeling, is connected, right? And people who don't wear masks can be really confronting because of this intimate element and with authenticity comes deep healing 
Thanks for listening to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. For more great free resources, in-person and online workshops and our retreats, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Awakening Academy or visit embodiedawakeningacademy.com. See you next time.